This is Charlie Rodman, a.k.a. Cask Consultant and also the National Brand Manager for the Independent Scotch Bottler Signatory Vintage Scotch Whiskey, and you can follow us at Signatory USA. Today, I am going to be tasting the Springbank Local Barley 11-year-old whiskey bottled at 53.1% ABV. This is the 2017 release of the Springbank Local Barley. Uh, For those who may not know, Springbank is a distillery located in the Campbellton region of Scotland, and Campbellton is... Uh, At this point, probably the least known region in Scotland, there are only three operating distilleries. It's a peninsula kind of on the southwestern part of Scotland, jutting out close to Isla, in between Isla and the Isle of Arran. Springbank is a distillery that, to this day, still does pretty much everything the old-fashioned way. They floor malt their whiskeys, they, they turn the barley by hand when they're drying it, Uh, They operate their own bottling line. So from distillation through bottling, everything happens on site. It's family owned, so it's not part of any of the the major production houses. And they typically charge a bit of a premium versus the competitive set, you know, if you're comparing age statements. But uh, I don't know if it's because of the production or what, but I've always felt like the quality shines through and there's a, a, a unique character that comes through in Springbank whiskeys. And then once a year, every year, they do a local barley release. Uh, So this is made using barley that's actually grown in Kintyre, just a few miles away from the Springbank distillery. And in this case, it's using bear barley from the Eros farm, uh, which means that this bottle is entirely grain to glass done in Campbellton. Uh, The entire process is right there from the the region of, of the distillery. And, you know, that's, that's kind of a cool thing. Uh, I don't know if it makes the most difference in the world, but you also see kind of Brook Lottie and a few other distilleries playing with local barley, supporting the local community and leaning into kind of the grain to glass sort of take on the farm to table movement, uh, regardless of, of whether it's a marketing ploy or a, a, an actual difference in uh, grain quality, what we're going to try to find out today is what the impact is on the whiskey itself. So I'm going to pop the bottle right here. Hopefully you can hear that. And let's pour this. The, the whiskey looks kind of a old gold color. It's a little bit orangish, uh, somewhere around kind of straw. And even just popping the bottle, I, I'm starting to get the nose, which is Fairly typical for Springbank and Campbellton with some of those funkier dunnage notes. It's a little bit musty and dank almost, uh, but bringing it in closer. It's got some brightness, a little zest, a little life to it. It's not just kind of stale and old when I say musty. It's it's kind of vibrant, but you do get plenty of uh, plenty of old wood. For being just 11 years, it's actually very pronounced old wood, a little bit of kind of leather dusty books or even book pages and then there's some really nice if if i take a deep whiff some really nice floral notes in there as well Uh, i can't quite place what flowers it would be but it feels feels like walking through a garden Uh, and at the same time feels like being in a dunnage warehouse in campbellton which is if you haven't had the chance and experience that you should absolutely try to pursue going in for a sip here 
Mm. Wow. So despite being just 11 years old, uh, this really shows to me some of the notes that the older spring banks tend to bring in, which I think is kind of a, an almost tartness. Uh, it's hard to describe, but it, the closest thing I can compare it to is sort of Flintstones vitamins. You know, those things we had when we were kids, or sometimes it, it's a note that almost tastes like Red Bull, <laughs> um, which obviously can be a, de a divisive description, uh, but it's something that's really unique and, and personally I love from Springbank. And usually you don't see it in like the 10 or 12 year releases. Uh, beyond that, going for a second taste. Mm. Gosh, that's pleasant. Uh, a lot of really nice malt. The malt is bright, it's lively, it's, it's really vivacious. Uh, the, the malt character does, I think, show differently from what you get in standard spring banks. I think the, the smoke, the peat, which it is a lightly peated malt, is turned down on this one versus what I tend to get from Springbank malts. And it's, it's just a livelier, brighter dram. Uh, it does have some of those coastal notes which become more present in the finish. And as it's fading out, actually kind of settles into a nice golden malt with some chocolatey tones, almost like sea salt chocolate. And uh, it's, it's pretty rich, but at the same time, just bright differentiated, unique, uh, and, and really enjoyable with some light spices just as it starts to fade out. So this is a bit more of an expensive dram. It's probably harder to find at this point since it was released a few years ago. And they, uh, it says on here that they only did 9,000 bottles of it. But if you get a chance to try it, I would strongly recommend it. And if not, be on the lookout for other Campbellton malts because it's a different experience from your typical single malt fare.